Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Four Verticals Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Phipps, and this episode is being recorded on Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Now, um, before I get into this week's topics, which we don't have too many of, but I'm going to try and do my best as far as lengthwise with this uh, with this episode, um, I do want to inform you guys that I actually am in a dedicated space to where I can record with uh, little to no interruptions. Previously, last week, I was in my uh, my apartment, and while I didn't have any interruptions from my, my roommates that I have, there was probably at least a little bit of audio that I didn't intend to be in the, uh, the podcast, uh, cars passing by and uh, whatnot, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, very much so excited to you know have this 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 space back to myself because it was kind of weird uh, recording in the uh, in the apartment anyway you know having me me having my uh, roommates you know be as quiet as possible so that I could record it's kind of inconsiderate on my part but uh, anyway <laughs> uh, that's not why we're here now we are here 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 to discuss some sports. So without further ado, we're going to start off with news that I don't particularly care too much about, but I know that the world around me more than likely does. Uh, <clears throat> so now we're going to start off this week's episode with the very, very much big news that shocked the uh, international football world. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, widely considered as uh, either number one or two all-time in uh, the sport of soccer, uh, is returning to Manchester United. Now, what does that mean uh, as far as, like, his legacy goes? I have no clue because I don't follow uh, soccer at all. Um, I, I just don't. But I may not follow soccer, but I can still report on this news for you guys, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. So, Cristiano Ronaldo re-signing with Manchester United. Um, and a little bit more soccer news, Ki- Kylian Mbappe, excuse me for uh, not pronouncing his name correctly. I, again, I don't follow soccer. Uh, Kylian Mbappe, uh, was, it was recently reported that Real Madrid had made a pass at trying to you know, land Kylian Mbappe from Paris Saint-Germain. If you guys are not aware, Paris Saint-Germain just signed, uh, they just signed Messi. And so I guess Kylian Mbappe didn't want to be in the shadow of uh, that a Neymar Jr. and a, a Lionel Messi. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. He, 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 didn't, he didn't sign a, uh, a new contract with Paris Saint-Germain. He's still under contract with uh, PSG. But Real Madrid made a pass at him. Uh, PSG didn't accept it. And so for this final year in Mbappe's contract, he will be playing in PSG for PSG, excuse me, with uh, Neymar Jr. and Messi. So for soccer fans worldwide, that should be very, very interesting and, and uh, you know, very fun for them to watch. Again, I don't necessarily follow soccer too very much. So again, I'm still very new to all of these names and these people. Um, but yeah, that's... Um, that's my soccer breakdown. I don't. Again, I'm. I'm sorry if that was a little like, what the hell was that? But I don't. I don't follow soccer. So uh, yeah. Moving on to something that I uh, actually care about. 
that was kind of disrespectful. Nah, no, it wasn't. I don't care about soccer at all, and it's not a secret. Um, <clears throat> moving on to something that uh, I actually care about, the Tokyo 2020 Paralympic Games uh, are underway. I should have reported on this last week. I don't know exactly why I didn't. It maybe slipped my mind. Um, but I'm going to be doing the same thing that I did with the the uh, Olympic Games uh, when they conclude, which actually they conclude September 5th, which is this Sunday. So they conclude this Sunday, uh, starting, well, not, not starting, next Wednesday, I will be um, naming all of the medals won by Team USA, uh, in which case currently we are fourth in total in, in uh, the medal count with uh, 72 medals and uh, 25 gold. So um, go uh, <laughs> go to all of the, you know, the 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 Paralympic athletes in for uh, Team USA and for all countries. Um, big things for uh, for those people. Have happy to see you know them getting their opportunities as well as the you know the the traditionally able-bodied athletes. Moving on from that, we will talk about this Trevor Bauer situation. Now, if you do not know, Trevor Bauer is a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's being reported that he could potentially face a one-year MLB suspension. This is stemming from uh, sexual assault and uh, sexual assault. And what is it? I want to get it. Uh, I want to get it 100% right. Into sex, so the this um, potential one-year ban is stemming from sexual assault and intimate partner violence. Um, he does have a sexual assault allegation on his name, and so that's where this uh, this you know potential one-year ban is actually stemming from. Trevor Bauer is currently actually on. Excuse me. Trevor Bauer is currently on administrative leave until September 3rd. This actually was extended uh, from a previous sentence. He was placed on administrative leave uh, back on July 2nd. And so it had been extended to uh, September 3rd. Um, for you guys that do not know, Trevor Bauer actually signed a three-year, $102 million con. $102 million contract last season, last offseason with the Dodgers. So um, a, a very unfortunate situation for all parties involved. Um, I will continue to update you guys as I as information trickles down. Um, until then, I don't even want to touch this situation with a 10-foot pole because this is not a very fun topic and not one that many people would want to um, report on. Regardless, I'm going to report on it because it's sports news, and that's what I do. I report on sports news. So um, if any more information is you know, provided to us, provided to the public, um, then I will be sure to report on it as soon as I find out. Now, moving on to something that's... <laughs> this week of news is just not for me at all. I am not really into this uh, this week's news. Usually there's a little bit more in terms of stuff that I actually care about. Um, but this week is just, no, it's just news that I don't care about, then unfortunate news, and then more news that I don't care about. So Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, not Saturday, Sunday. Sunday was the Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul 
a boxing match. If I'm going to keep it 100% blunt, this was an absolutely shitty fight. Um, and unfortunately for all of us that actually did watch, Jake Paul uh, came away with the split decision victory. Now, what I will say, I watched the fight. Okay, I was not impressed by either side. Uh, I was more so disappointed by one side, but we'll get into that later. Uh, but for the judge that voted in the in the favor of Tyron Woodley, um, you do not need to judge any boxing matches in the future because I don't know what you saw, but Tyron Woodley absolutely did not win that fucking fight. He didn't. I'm sorry. He did not win that fight. He won like one, maybe two rounds. Three, I could maybe potentially even see out of it was an eight round match. Uh, so yeah, that, that was not, no, Tyron Woodley did not win that shit at all. Um, so shame on you, whoever you were for, vo uh, for, for going the way of Tyron Woodley, because that, you know, he shouldn't have gotten any, anything in, in terms of, uh, potentially winning that fight. Now, um, as much as I dislike Jake Paul as a person, as a personality, as a figure, as, a person, I'm going to say it again, as a person, I'm going to say it one more time, as a person, I really do not like this uh, Jake Paul guy. Um, I got to give it to him. He's proved that he is at least somewhat capable with his hands in a boxing ring. Uh, that being said, he hasn't fought any actual boxers. So, yeah, I don't know exactly why he keeps boasting as if he's fought legitimate boxing competition and to his credit Tyron Woodley is actually uh, a former <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this Tyron Woodley is a former UFC welterweight champion and he did beat a former UFC champion but again that comes with an asterisk the two UFC fighters that he's fought Ben Askren was known for having terrible hands that 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 was literally the thing that held him back in his UFC career. He had no hands. He couldn't strike for shit, right? And Tyron Woodley, he has power in his hands, but he's not the most proficient with his hands either. He's more of a wrestling type similar to Ben Askren. So Jake Paul has not only fought two UFC guys, but he's fought two UFC grapplers and two UFC wrestlers. You know, there, there are capable Boxers in the UFC. There are people capable enough with their hands to 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 knock Jake Paul on his ass. Unfortunately, I can't believe I have to say that, but yes, there are people with legitimately lethal and dangerous hands in the UFC. He just so happened to fight two people that aren't. It also doesn't help that Tyron Woodley is 40 years old, coming off of four straight losses in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. Four straight losses. At least he's lost four of his last four. He could be coming off of more than more more losses than that. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Jake Paul. Um, hopefully, we can see him fight an actual boxer and get his ass beat. Um, but until then, we're gonna have to hear more about him posturing of how he's one of the baddest men on the planet. And we know damn well he's not. Uh, this episode is coming off as really mean-spirited, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am not in the best of mood this this morning. 
Uh, that might be why. I'm actually recording this at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, usually I would record these episodes somewhere in the afternoon, but I've decided that uh, to fit my new schedule, I'm going to record these in the morning. So, yeah, um, I apologize. This episode, I'm not in the best mood for this episode. This is not one of my better episodes. Uh, but I'm not going to reshoot this because uh, I'm going to do one take if possible, and then I'm going to ship this episode out of there. I don't want anything to do with the contents of this episode anymore. Huh. Where was it? What was I even talking about? The, the Tyron Woodley versus Jay Paul fight. Okay. Um, Tyron Woodley. You. I, I think I stand for all UFC fans to where I say um, you were very disappointing in this uh, in this fight. I think it was around round three, four or five. I, I don't remember which, but you had Jake Paul leaning on the ropes looking at you he he didn't have his hands up he didn't he, he wasn't postured up to to defend himself in any way and you stood there and didn't attempt to finish your opponent now i'm no fighter right i'm i'm not a i'm not a guy that likes to fight but if the object of a boxing match is to either knock your opponent out or win as many rounds as possible. If you can't knock your opponent out, you have to try to go for the knockout. I don't understand how Tyron Woodley thought that, I don't understand how Tyron Woodley saw Jake Paul leaning for his life on the ropes and didn't think to be more aggressive and didn't think to, 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 to push the button and, and attack because he had him he, he essentially had him he lands two he, if he lands two more clean punches Jake Paul is knocked is probably knocked on his ass if not knocked out you know what I'm saying so uh I don't look I don't know uh I think this spells the end for Tyron Woodley's career as a UFC fighter because there's no way in hell I see Tyron Woodley beating anyone in that welterweight division after coming off of a loss like this. And again, this isn't in an MMA ring. Like, this isn't oct ring, octagon. This isn't an MMA fight whatsoever. Um, but still, you got to... He lost to an amateur, essentially. He lost to an amateur. Now, again, I have to reiterate, Tyron Woodley is not a boxer. But in order for you to get your opponent on the ground in the, in the UFC, more than likely, you know, I'd say at least 50 to 50 to 60 percent of the time, you do it with your hands. So I don't necessarily understand how Tyron Woodley just forgot how to finish an opponent. Um... His defense also did not look very well. He got hit quite a few times by uh, Jake Paul. He also didn't land very many punches at all, which is stunning. I mean, he, again, he's not the best with his hands, but in the UFC, your stand-up game is majority of your fights if you're not extremely dominant on the ground. And that's hard, and that's, that's rare. That's hard to come by. You, you don't just... You're you're not just a fighter that can bring any opponent to the ground. That that doesn't happen. 
That, that doesn't happen unless you're an absolute freak of nature. So again, um, can you guys tell that this absolutely, I, I just don't care about this at all? I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop talking about this now because this is, it's, I don't know. Um, anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Now, it has uh, come to my attention that, why did I start this up? This app. I'm going to apologize for this episode. I'm probably going to cut it short. I am absolutely not feeling it today. I'm just going to let you guys know that. 16 minutes into this episode, damn near 17, I have to let you guys know that. I am not feeling it today. Um, hopefully, I'm in better spirits next week. But, yeah, this week's episode is just not very good. <clears throat> but moving on to the next topic, NBA personnel is required to get vaccinations. A new rule has been set in place. Uh, NBA personnel, meaning all coaches, assistant coaches, uh, people that work within close proximity to the athletes, people that work in the training facilities to the uh, NBA teams and all that jazz. Everyone basically except the players uh, have been required to get vaccinated before uh, the start of next season. Now, this is kind of interesting because we see what the NFL is doing by essentially making it pseudo-mandatory because of the way that they're doing the actual, like, because of the way that they, they punish teams for for not having, um, what am I trying to say? Because of the way that they punish teams for, what am I trying to say? Because of the way that the NFL punishes teams if they have to miss a game due to COVID, yes. Because of the way that the NFL punishes teams uh, if they have to miss a game due to COVID, and it's essentially like a pseudo mandate, even though it's not technically a mandate. And what I mean by that is the pun the punishment is is extremely severe uh, for those who, uh, if 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 a game is postponed due to uh, unvaccinated players. Now, if let's say the Browns were 100% vaccinated and a COVID out and a, and, a, and a COVID outbreak just somehow happened, if they were to prove that all of the players and the staff and everyone involved was fully vaccinated, then they wouldn't face any any um, any penalties. Um, but if the NFL can, you know. Connect the, connects the dots and proves that hey, this is this was because of an unvaccinated player. Then I believe the team who the team who actually has the COVID outbreak, I think they forfeit the game. Uh, there's there's a heavy fine for either the player or the team or both, and probably something else, but I'm not too sure. So yeah, they're not playing around with this COVID shit. At all, the NFL is is not, you know, it's it's just it's not happening. And then you've seen uh, athletes like Cole Beasley, namely, um, who else? I believe Cam Newton, 
uh, didn't get the vaccine, or at least when he was asked, he said he chose not to. He he chose not to um, reveal whether he got it or not. Basically, confirming that he didn't get the damn vaccine. But hey, anything's possible. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins was also outspoken on not wanting to be forced to take the vaccine. So the NFL is is they're in a whole nother stratosphere when it comes to the shit that they're going to have to face next season. Um, it was re- they were relatively successful uh, last season. You know there was there was a few COVID cases when it comes to like early on in the season, but you know when it when it came down to later in the later weeks, I don't know if the testing became less rigid or less they they did it less, but um, you know you didn't really hear too much about um, them having big COVID concerns when it came to the latter half of the season. Now, the NBA, uh, the health, their health and safety protocols uh, thingies was uh, pretty prevalent throughout uh, most of the season. Um, I believe a lot of teams had their games postponed due to you know health and safety protocols, players not being activated, players, players being activated, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's interesting to see that the NBA has just, you know, straight up mandated that if you are working within close proximity to these athletes that we need you to get vaccinated. Something that I absolutely do not believe would fly in the NFL for obvious reasons. Now, uh, one of my opinions, my opinions are get the fucking vaccine. It's not that difficult. Um, At this point, if you don't, if you aren't vaccinated, and you don't like have a phobia of needles or anything like that, or anything that is preventing you from getting vaccinated health-wise, which I don't know what that would be, but I guess it could be something. Um, if, if, if you're not vaccinated for any reason other than your own selfish uh, beliefs, uh, which stem from you not trusting the vaccine because of what you don't know is in it, which doesn't make any sense, um, where am I going with this? If if you if you aren't vaccinated at this point and it's your choice to not be vaccinated, then at this point I think you're just a, a, a dickhead and you you don't you're you're selfish. You don't care about the the well being of others because at this point, what are you debating about that the vaccine isn't safe? Well, it's just been approved by the uh, FDA and it's been approved for a while now it's been approved for emergency use and now it's been you know fully approved by the fda oh you you think that it's gonna harm you in some way well i don't listen i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know um but yeah so good on the nba for uh you know pulling this in into into motion uh, hopefully we don't have to see as many health and safety protocol issues as last season because there, it was very prevalent last season. Um, <clears throat> moving on to NFL news. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have my power rankings 32 through 1. I have them like in front of me. But this episode, I, I can't do it this episode. Um, so I'm going to table my power rankings for next episode. And we are going to wrap up this episode uh, talking about Harrison Smith's new um, contract extension with the Vikings. Um, so the Vikings have agreed to a four-year, $64 million contract extension for Harrison Smith. Congratulations to Mr. Harrison Smith. He is now the 
second highest paid safety in the NFL at the age of 32. Um, this includes a $26.38 million guarantee. Um, and Harrison Smith will be paid $22.5 million in the next eight months, the highest for an NFL safety in history in that time period. So congratulations for uh, Mr. Harrison Smith. Overall, this deal is a five-year deal. It's stemming off of his previous deal, which is what an extension is. Overall, this is a five-year, $74 million extension, uh, provided that Harrison Smith plays out this full, you know, his full everything and, and gets all of the money that is um, included in this contract. Now, what does this mean for the Vikings? It means that they're making sure that their best player, yes, I said their best player, their best player is, uh, you know, locked in for as, as long as possible. So congratulations to Harrison Smith. Congratulations to the Vikings. Hopefully their defense can stop falling apart, and uh, this can be the turnaround for them because the Vikings have, uh, in my opinion, the Vikings have been so close to being an elite team for the past, like, four or five seasons. It's not even funny. Uh, the quarterback situation with Kirk Cousins, I think they finally settled into that. And then when they settle into their quarterback situation, their defense just falls apart. And people, people, they got people leaving. They got you know people getting injured, stuff like that. So it's just an unfortunate situation for the Vikings because they've been borderline elite for some time now. So uh, hopefully this is a step in the right direction for them. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. Yeah, I'm not in this episode. Is whew, this is my worst episode yet? Um, and our final piece of news um, is being reported that the Miami Dolphins are potentially working a deal with the Houston Texans to land that a Deshaun Watson. Um, it's being reported that the Texans want, I think, what is it, minimum of at least like three first round picks or something absurd like that. Um, now, what I will say is, uh, oh, I got a report on this, too. So now what I will say is this would be a great move for the Miami Dolphins if Deshaun Watson didn't have so many uh, sexual uh, assault allegations on his head. So until we figure out what's going on with that, I don't want to touch Deshaun Watson with a 10-foot pole. I don't want anything to do with him as of now. I'm not going to, you know, treat him as he's guilty, as people like to do these days. But I can't have that associated with my franchise and my team with the potential that he's, you know, he's guilty of these things that he is being uh, allegedly accused. Um, so that's my two cents on that. Also, um, it's being reported that Ben Simmons actually wants – out of Philadelphia. Um, I believe I read yesterday on Twitter that Ben Simmons um, has, has reportedly said to the 76ers that he uh, wants a trade and does not want, and not, excuse me, will not um, be reporting to 76ers uh, training camp. So it's interesting to see who's going to, you know, who, who's, who's going to potentially uh, trade for Ben Simmons. Um, in my opinion, I think uh, a team that 
absolutely has the capacity to trade for them is the uh, the Warriors. The Warriors definitely have the capacity to trade for a Ben Simmons, uh, as well as the Blazers. Keep an eye on those two teams, in my opinion, as a front runners to to land Ben Simmons if he's traded before this uh, this this upcoming season. And with that, I know this episode is a little short, and I apologize. And next episode will definitely be better. Um, with that, that has been this week's episode of the Four Verticals Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode, even though I am clearly, clearly, very much so out of it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry about this. This episode isn't even thirty minutes long. Um, I hope you guys do understand that I'm just not not feeling it this week um so next week will be better i promise next week we'll also be going over my power rankings i will make sure of it i will make sure of it but that being said that has been this week's episode of the four verticals podcast thank you for tuning in and i will catch you next week